0: Is that OBS? To um,
1: the inside gaming. <laughs> okay,
0: so you're <laughs> out of frame. Okay. Boom,
2: boom, boom, boom! You can, can actually move the camera. Who is... I don't understand why anyone a lot of would of this red wall here. Yeah, I'll lose all, all of it. Alright, everyone. Welcome to a bone-dry empty bowl of dude soup. Ew. Ew.
3: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Episode number five. It's like when you leave a soup out overnight and then it kind of loses its... it coagulates. But uh-huh. It develops a skin. That's the thing. Soup skin. Dude soup coagulates
2: hardcore. There's, there's oh, yeah. absolutely a on And skin so dude soup. so you
3: don't want to eat it if it's been out all night. If, if you, you leave dude soup in a
2: bowl untouched for about 5 minutes, the bowl's gone. Just get rid of it. You're never going to use it again oh, yeah, because yeah. it stains the bowl it forever. Dish frowns right in there. Help. It basically Oiling becomes the new help. bottom of the bowl if you want to keep using <laughs> it. Um, <laughs>
0: so we saw today that the uh, podcast awards are the nominees oh, the are the potties. Out. The podcast the potties. Yeah, the, the podies. That's, it's on a website the that was putties? made on Dreamweaver, Adobe's really? Dreamweaver, award-winning software. I know but that software. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, it's ma- yeah. use, all professionals use it. Um, we were, Dude Soup is not on there. Fuck um, we were, on there. you. Yeah. So We've at. been Good. doing this for nearly two months. Um, we but, are,
3: we're the anti-podcast. But I, what does I, that mean?
0: I look forward to the day where oh, there will be all these great podcasts, and then up there with them will be... Dude soup, Do you think bad.
3: I'll ever win an Oscar? No. I, already, I watched the I video of Eddie Redmayne it. winning an Oscar. He probably yeah. never thought he'd win one. No, but you're not Eddie Redmayne. Thank God. No, but he's a good guy. I act. don't want to be in a wheelchair <laughs> for the rest of my life. Is this no, no, how no, you no. played Half-Life 2? You just run around road breaking
2: road. Road. everything and not enjoying the game? Like, why, I, like why, I want you to? Sorry, anyway. Like so. I want you to? This is the way Adam wants to enjoy it. You're not allowed to play games the way you want. Actually, get to that in a minute. Oh, yeah, go Uh We have some deep, DEEP thematic discussion today. Because there was a 3 somewhere, so everybody's screaming Half-Life 3 confirmed. Basically, so at GDC, uh, Valve is said to unveil their VR headset, Uh which we now know is a partnership with HTC. It's called the Vive. Vive, horrible name, Jesus Christ! No, I'm sure Valve's branding had nothing to do with that. I'm sure they'll come up with something better. Sure, but uh, the headset sounds pretty cool because we got Steam, the crowbar, Valve. I think they call it the Oculus Raft. Nice. (laughs) (laughs)
3: You can put it in the the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Sail out. It takes you where you want to go. I was
2: going to say the gear, but that's already taken.
0: Um, oh, look at this! Everyone's like, "Sorry." The thing. Hey, Spool's gonna let you in. My wife's coming in.
2: <laughs> Spool, go ahead, like Jeff. Sorry, please ladies. say please. TikTok. Say please. Hey, say, please. one
0: sec, I'm giving you Spool. I never
3: agreed. Yeah,
2: no, so
0: the weird. first game for the Vive. I'll tell you why it's powered by SteamOS app later. Oh yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> it's a game called Job Simulator, which is a job simulator. No, you've it's kind of it. interesting. Have you is seen that it? Real? Yeah, no, yeah, no. it's real. I've not seen it. So it's it's. You could you could argue about whether or not it's actually a game, but the idea is that it's in the it's in the dystopian future where nobody works anymore, so they play video games to simulate oh, what jobs what? must have been like. So it's kind of like Surgeon Simulator. The clip I saw was like somebody making like working in a fake restaurant and they had to like make fake food. So he was just like jiggling hot sauce into a pot. Was it neat? Uh it looked neat. It looked like it'd be fun to fuck around with, which is all I all I want out of like first gen right. VR games. So you, you know how you like, have Oh, what,
3: sorry. I know. I was just say you want to simulate a mundane job. Well,
2: that, that's, yeah. what, uh, that's the joke. So, um, I mean, it's not a joke. It's reality now. But yes, going that, back
0: to Lawrence's love hate relationship with himself of how he plays and, indie uh, games. What's up? How do we?
2: How do I let her into the gate? You have to go to the desk and ask them to open the gate. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Swole. Uh More on that later. Uh, I anyway, play indie
2: games because it makes me think I'm better than you.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of. But well, like we've trash. had this discussion of like people making indie games and we're kind of like. What is a video game like yeah. grass growing is now a video like a video game of, of enjoyment. It's like well I don't enjoy it like well I do so different shows different folks that sort of thing sure that is gonna get even broader with VR
2: Yeah uh, So the the reason people think Half-Life 3 is about to be announced there is some legitimate reasoning and some illegitimate <laughs> reasoning the illegitimate one is that oh my god valve has a presentation tomorrow March 3rd, which is the third month and the third day at 3 p.m. Well, hold on. So this is actually
1: airing after March 3rd. Yeah, so So we're probably totally wrong. We could be in a post-Half-Life 3
3: announced world right this very oh, I can feel moment. it. The air smells different. It's, oh, it's fine. It That's smells fine. Look at them looking up. That's fart. really cute. So here's
1: here's oh, the thing, Lawrence. Up, up, up. How much of a chance do you think Half Life Three is going to get announced on Tuesday, and we're going to be
2: wrong and not have talked about Half Life Three at all on this podcast? Ah, uh, I don't think there's much of a chance, and I'll tell you why, Bruce. All right, please don't. Yeah, you have good reasoning. It so it makes sense that Valve would maybe exclusively release a Half Life Three for their VR headset. That makes sense. Yes. But announcing it at GDC doesn't make sense for a multitude of reasons. True. The first being that. If it's GDC, you're trying to attract developers to make games for your device. Why would you announce the one... Th- like, you're gonna immediately steal anyone's thunder if you announce Half-Life 3 for this thing at GDC. Oh, I see. That. When you, Like, why would... When you're at a place and trying to say, make make a, a game, game for, for our this. product. Yeah. Also, we're making the one game everyone in the world wants and that's gonna be the first thing you compete oh. with. I don't think they're gonna do that. I So it does make sense to me that they would use Half-Life 3. And they'd say, this is the world's first shooter developed for VR, Mm. coming to you from Valve, exclusively on the HTC Vive, get it via SteamOS. Like, that makes a lot of sense. That's how you get your install base, Sure. and that's part of why you get developers on board. Now, I can see behind closed doors them saying, like, here's our game plan. We're going to announce Half-Life 3. It's going to come out a year and a half after the headset. So we're giving you guys a a year and a half window to get your projects out, get some sales up. I can guarantee you the install base is going to be there because Half-Life 3 is going to push that. Nice job. Thank you. Um,
0: so, <laughs> Lost Coast is hard. It is actually so, pretty
2: difficult. I mean, Gabe Newell's never been coy about about Half-Life 3 being in development. He just constantly says, we have nothing to show you, and we know you guys want it. You're going to drive yourselves insane if we actually talk about it all the time, so right. we're actually doing you a favor by being quiet. Uh, that's my paraphrasing. Uh, and in, So I don't think... Like, strategically, it doesn't make sense to me to announce it here, but I don't know what they're doing. Maybe, maybe it does make sense, and well, I'm just not privy to all the information. Well, their whole
0: business strategy has changed completely, too. That's now, the other part of the last few years. They're much
2: more of a service vendor now than a product vendor.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but it, there's a good chance that Dota's making them a lot more money than Half-Life ever did. So, I actually ran the
2: numbers on that a while ago, and, and Half-Life 2, through its multiple iterations, sold something like 35 million units. And okay, I remember. maybe I'm wrong. Well, I remember kind of crunching the numbers and Half-Life 2 made them a shit load of money. Like how much? What are we talking about? I can't remember specifically. I'd have to run it Didn't again. Didn't we but... look up
1: Dota? I thought we looked up Dota a while back and it made like, I want to say, six hundred million for them in a year or something like that. Um, whereas League made made almost a billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, could, I could totally be wrong on those numbers. I, I might have to look that up again. But um, actually, I will. Right now.
0: All right. All All right. right. I remember reading that article. I want check. So um, either way, the ceiling, there's not much of a ceiling on a free-to-play MOBA. Versus a single player only game. Yeah, because you get your one bite and you're done. Yeah, like you get your sixty
2: dollars purchase. I mean, and there's, then...
0: there's mod support. There's a multiplayer aspect that nobody plays. Also, like...
3: I'm, I'm curious how much it costs to make Half Life Two.
2: That's a great question. How much it's hard did it to cost? Uh, I mean, it. Uh, we'll never know is the answer. Uh, somebody at Valve knows, but it's the way that Valve works. I assume there was just a very nebulous amount of people kind of moving in and off off the project over a number of years. Prototyping all sorts of levels. At some point, it kind of congealed into a game and then they were like, okay, here are the sections we want. People developed Lost Coast which didn't end up making it into the game but then they released it later. Alright, how many copies
1: did you say Half-Life sold? I,
2: like, I think it was around like 35 million but right, I could be wrong. So we're that's just a, that's a, a, I guess from the shades of my midterm memory. Fifty dollars or sixty dollars? Uh, fifty, I guess.
0: Fifty, because it's on PC. But, but then there's, there's also things, so many Steam on. sales. Yeah, well, I was gonna and...
3: say, yeah, when is this window? Because so yeah. made... I feel like I feel like most copies of Half Life probably sold for less than the full retail. And price. I don't know if that
2: includes like Orange Box, which had all of them in it. Yeah. Right.
3: I got
1: some interesting news for you. That
3: right.
2: means it, by
1: those figures, yeah. that made almost
2: two billion dollars.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. I, my guess is it probably made around a billion. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I just a think 35 million gosh. copies of it. And it's it's like GTA, theory, right? GTA sold, You know, they, they made a billion in three days.
0: Um, yeah, but that's a console exclusive. We're talking about PC, like it-, it For now. But but over time and Orange Box and all that, I know regardless- game came out 10 years uh, ago. Dota,
1: but... I looked up Dota, it only made 80 million in 2013. They said they expected the sales to double in 2014 to 160 million. Okay. So actually, uh, Dota is nowhere close to what, what Half-Life 2 sold. Theoretically, so, for now. So yeah. theoretically, for by, by those numbers, yes,
2: that's that's. But I if you're a business, you want you want a steady, reliable, like flow of money. You don't want a mountain every five years that yeah, you then yeah. have to kind of parcel out. Of course, on. yeah. It's a lot easier to deal with just from terms of running a business and also all like that Val- kind of stuff.
0: Valve has become a service. That, like you said, they're mm-hmm. they're not really much of a game developer these days. Um, and like, uh, what was it like Counter Strike? They just kind of but yeah. hidden path skins um, yeah well they gave it the hidden path I'm like here you do it meet Yeah, you figure it out we're going at them i have no idea i've actually never Oops, gone go up, all the upstairs. way through. oh you never played up lost i did a long well, time ago. Broken.
2: there's a ladder yeah no i feel there is there a ladder, there a ladder? so um where's this ladder so, so personally i'm coming down on i don't expect yeah. a half-life 3 reveal at gdc but i mean i'm excited for valve's tech i think i think the marriage of hardware and software vendor is what's really going to push vr where's the ladder there's if you go back down it's like half flash could you could you imagine a SteamOS interface but in nope, VR? Nope. So like all these all these Steam deals oh, are man. flying at you and you got to like grab them and move them around and yes. throw them into your cart. Absolutely. Oh, that's Turn sweet. Around. Oh, the other thing about uh, the Vive I forgot to, <laughs> to mention is that it has the same tech as the Crescent gotcha. Bay uh, Oculus Rift. So it's got IR sensors all over it. So basically, it can detect the dimensions of the room you're in in addition to tracking your head movement. That mean, that means that you could go into a room that's like set up to be part of the game, that's walk right. around in there with your little hand controllers. and so, Can I, I
3: I don't know if this is the right discussion for this, but, and I'm not saying this to troll or anything, but, like, I'm a pretty big gamer, I don't care if Half-Life 3 ever comes out. Like, I I mean, I played all of Half-Life 2, I played most of Half-Life 1 after the fact, and for me it's like, it was cool because at the time it was this crazy physics experiment. But now there's lots of games that have shit like this. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't care about finishing the story, the story didn't really ever grab me for anything, like, that I'm not like whoa what happened to uh, what happened to the main character of Half Life of the world of Half Life like I don't really care like so I think they might know that there are people like me out there oh yeah sure that like well, aren't yeah. dying for it like yeah. the internet is dying for it but the internet is loud and small
0: yeah so um, <laughs> well it's loud and big but did you the, jump up the broken staircase I forget how to do what this did you do to yourself do I,
1: oh. well, I think you have to start over because you blew up the staircase no the, he
0: didn't blow it up they blew it that up as a scripted event yeah it's strange um. Well, I, I think actually what you're saying, um, oh, thank you. Uh, what you're saying, James, is probably what Valve is saying. They're like, yeah. they're like, we don't care. We don't care about this universe or this character that we made. We're way more interested in things like Dota and like being a service and all these other things. Like, whoa, well, hold I on. Mean, also, yeah, I, hold think on. Think, I mean, they also hold on. I think I don't think so at all. I, 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 I don't. I, think don't, think I don't think Valve's that interested. In, and I think I actually, think so, what they're going to they do are. is they're going to find a. I think they're like generally interested in the idea. But they're like, let's just find another developer who will make it, like uh, the guys who made... Machine uh, Wolf- Games. Yeah, Machine Games, the guys who made Wolfenstein, yes. uh, New Order. Like, call those dudes up and be yeah. like, hey, what would you do with uh, with uh, Half-Life
3: theory? My, my theory is they're not worried about making money, right? right. They die. began as a game development studio that oh. has now gotten to the point where they are a software developer, kind of, right? Yeah. They built a software that just makes them money constantly, forever and ever. So my guess is that if they have developers there, game developers there working there, they're probably working on passiony projects like like things that aren't necessarily right. just a sequel to a game that people liked several years I'm, ago. I'm glad you brought that up because I think Half-Life 3 is a passion project for them. I, I think, think that's so. exactly what it
1: is. I think yeah. because the reason they've held off on it so long is because somebody, Gabe or whoever, was like, you know what, we need, we need to start making money. Like we, we need to figure out make these, how to make these services and along the way, Gabe or someone else said, holy shit guys, we made a lot of money, we made a lot of really cool services. Now we can actually make Half-Life 3. Now we can actually make this game that a lot of people want and that we want to see. Because a lot of people, the, the story itself I thought was really cool. A lot of people thought it was really, really I'm super into the story. I,
0: I
2: was too. Um, it's one but, of the few games I actually give a shit about the
1: story. But it's also of,
0: story light, which is nice. It, is. it
1: was very, yeah, it was yeah. story light. And I think a lot of people at Valve uh, thought the same thing. I think they all sort of enjoyed what they made. And they, this was like their, this Half-Life 2 was their passion project. So I, I, you know, I think they're going to make a sequel. I just don't know how.
0: I think they don't want to. They just don't want to make another. I, I guess like yeah. Half-Life Two is from a time that no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like the silent protagonist right. and like, it's like there are certain games like that, but they don't do as well. And I think they're looking to push tech.
3: I, pu- yeah. They want to push a new aspect. They have to find a way for it to tickle their balls again. Because yeah. if they just made this game right. like again, it wouldn't do that. For Absolutely. Them. I, and I, since I, they I, have the luxury of not having to sweat it, and they can do basically whatever they want. It's basically like like crazy genius type right. thing. Like right. he's he. Oh well, you could figure out how to solve all like hunger, but that doesn't appeal to him. So mm-hmm. you know like well, he's think, gonna move on to whatever's next. That's I, a
2: really good point because uh, the like Half Life Two, like James said, was very physics based. Something that people don't really comment on is Half Life or Episodes One and Two were really AI based because Alex would follow you for a majority of it, mm-hmm. and a lot of that game was making Alex react to things and look at you at certain times and and fight enemies realistically. I feel like that was maybe the passion part of those games, technically speaking. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to add a realistic AI partner that would actually follow you around and talk to you and help you out. I remember like dumb things, like you'd hit her in the eyes with a flashlight. She would put her hand up and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so they would they would try to anticipate player behavior and make you believe that you were actually playing with a human, which
0: was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, at the time it was revolutionary. It was like you played this game, you're like, "Wow!" And then every other game started doing yeah what Half Life so did, and that, can, those kind of
2: games don't really exist anymore. I can see, I could see like somebody at at, at Valve being like, "Okay, for Half Life 3... It's not enough to just make another group of levels, bring in the no, BO actors, no, 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 to talk no. about more stories. Absolutely not. From, from a gameplay perspective, we need something really new. And we're going to cram in all these prototypes and see what we can figure out. Nice. nice.
0: Uh, not to mention, Ooh. so many other games, also like, kind of in the sense of world building, like Portal kind of took off and they didn't really think it was going to. So it's like, well, now how do we integrate Portal into this world? You know, they have all this... I think they, they oh, kind of, oh headcrabs yeah crest. they have someone poison headcrabs too yeah those, those motherfuckers I hate them Ugh, uh, they look like spiders I hate toxins them. Uh, that's actually you know what that's something I hadn't like
1: thought yes of uh, Adam is the uh, integration of the portal world into the Half Life world yeah. which is something that could be another hook for Half Life three well, well, that would that'd be, Adam, for most for me. certainly yes yeah,
2: that would draw me back I back. mean they were they were canonically tied together in episode two well I mean no, they that, absolutely that's, were
1: but I mean there was but adding those two elements in like two gameplay that was always kind of my
0: theory was. Portal 2 is a very standalone story. Like it had a really good beginning, middle, and then, and then, like Half-Life 2 kind of left you hanging. So I was like, well, why not just make both games into one? Right. So right. and I, then
2: I don't want to see that though.
0: Uh, I don't. I do I think it would just basically comes down to the the portal gun um, being a, a weapon in the game.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, oh, I, okay. I can see that too. I, I'm right there with you. I, I can see uh, I, These I all mean, seem like this is I'm like imagine
3: they just raise the raise the uh, profitability margin Not decisions made by crazy wild uh,
0: geniuses. I don't know. I, I imagine time. I imagine could, portal technology with the gravity gun and then some sort of VR aspect like you mm, could do something God, really Portals cool. Portals
2: of VR. I feel like people got people got mind-bent enough like when the TV was across the room. I feel like You know, you know, it's just like event horizon, right? They figured out how to travel. They went through some dark nether space and they came back all crazy and tore each other's eyes out. Uh-huh. I feel like if you put <laughs> a VR VR helmet on somebody and make them play Portal Two, they're just going to go insane. They're going to like start ripping off their own skin and vomiting everywhere.
1: Well, the crazy wild genius part of the, what you're talking about, like you integrate Portal, you integrate half like Half Life gravity gun physics, all that other yes, into Half Life Three, then you've got the VR. I think that, that that's the crazy genius part of the whole thing that mm, yeah. that we've been talking about for a while. I agree. It's like, that's it, you know, the like tech. Oh, do you make it exclusive? Do you you know do you not? Uh, there there are pros and cons to making the game exclusive or not on yeah. on the Vive but
0: uh, I, I imagine what you do you just do what they did with Half-Life 2 when they were doing the ATI cards early on where basically if you buy this headset it comes with a free copy of the game Yeah, done and done because sure. Valve's Vel- not going to be like you could only play it with VR they're going to be like we highly recommend you do play with VR yeah, yeah. so please buy this silly little hat
2: I right. think the, the crux of it is and, and this is what makes me believe that Half-Life 3 would be VR based or VR focused is that Valve—it's not enough of them to just put tech in a game. They want the game design to reflect the tech the game is based around. So in Half-Life Two, you had you know dumbass puzzles where you had to stack up bricks on one side of a plank to run up, like because the physics was part of it. it that part was awesome.
0: You shut your horn out. No,
2: I, so I loved it. I was just kind of slipping into James's tone. And then in, in episodes one and two, <laughs> in episodes one and two, they have extended sequences where you're fighting a bunch of zombies, and the goal is to have Alex run in front of you and do awesome shit so you can see or do it. Yeah. Um, I feel like with Half-Life Three. It's tempting to say, they just make a shooter and put it in VR. What's the problem? I feel like they would absolutely want the level design and the environments and the voice acting and everything to really integrate with VR and make it a crazy, a standard-setting experience. It kind yeah. of reminds me of like Wii Sports in that way. Hmm. Um, it also has those. to
0: be a tech showcase for the new Source Engine. Exactly. To,
2: to me, it feels like uh,
4: Avatar.
1: Um, James, ah. James Cameron was like, we're going to do 3D correct. And I'm shooting with the 3D cameras. and I'm like, it's going to be totally revolutionary. And he did it. And Avatar worked really well in 3D, at least for the most part. Uh, and then everybody saw it. Was like, oh, three D is the future. Blah 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 blah. And then nobody, did, and then everybody hates three D now.
0: So I was like, Bruce is uh, like excited, not excited.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my
0: God, Avatar, so life changing. He ripped yeah. off
1: FernGully. Well, that's what <laughs> that's what everybody says about Avatars. Is like you know, like everyone when they walked out of that movie was like. 3D is the future. We're all gonna watch movies in 3D from now on. I had a headache that lasted for like two days. Yeah, Sam Worthington's acting
3: was bad. Uh, oh uh, somewhere acting. Sam Worthington doesn't care. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping he's just, on millions of dollars. He's having sex with on a bed of money. did I hear? No, I didn't hear.
1: But no, I think that's what's gonna happen with this. We're gonna announce Half-Life Three for the Vive. Quick save, please. Everyone's gonna buy. You're about to die. Um not. And everyone's gonna buy the Vive, play Half-Life Three. VR is the future, and then no one. And then in one year, VR will be gone. So. Um, or at least it'll be in a different form that's yeah.
2: that's kind of the way I'm seeing this I'm so. okay with buying a $500 Half-Life 3 machine I, I am also alright with that
0: I, I can't imagine so. it's going to be that much I think 300 is kind of the, the yeah, it is a sweet the doesn't
2: yeah. need to be expensive is the thing like a VR headset it's a it's a display from a phone maybe running at a higher Super. resolution that's it
5: like Google Cardboard
2: yeah see school's got it and a bunch of <laughs> it. a bunch of IR receivers that are really cheap a bunch of gyroscopes that are really cheap like the tech is all there it just requires the the time to uh-huh. make it workable so it, yeah, you're right, a headset doesn't need to be expensive, we'll see. Because yeah. there's gonna be you know, R and D is gonna just so long
3: and it's American made.
4: <laughs> <laughs> made in China. Oh, oh sorry.
3: Right well and it's cheaper, right?
2: That was oh, yeah. <laughs> So oh, to no School's point talking about it being comfortable, I remember uh, some of the early rumors about the Vive. One of the big points that they stressed was this is the point of this headset is to be light. Like lighter than the Oculus Rift. Oh. They want it to be so light it's something that you could wear for hours. Yeah. And, and H- that's kind of what you need when it comes ACC to games. ACC
0: makes nice displays. I don't know if you've seen the M8. But oh like, yeah. Great phone. So, good to know. Well, on to a game that is much more likely um, and
2: in you know what? Crash Bandicoot. got to run the numbers right. on. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot four, 5, or whatever. Okay. Wow.
5: Yeah, the Colossus 2.
2: Boom! My nice wow. shot on the helicopter. It's it's Crash Bandicoot Four with a question mark. I did not even know. <laughs> uh, so Fallout Four is becoming increasingly likely to be seen at E three. That's crazy. Um, so and oh, this yeah. is coming by way of of uh, Todd neo, Howard himself. Yeah, Todd Howard himself. neo, Gats, neo Gaff Savant Shinobi 062. Ooh, Ooh love that guy. Who <laughs> whom I love uh, referencing because he has the coolest name ever. Also his Ooh, nice his avatar is Wayne Knight on everything, which is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> But then you're gonna die. so just to just to give you guys some background on who this guy is, he is he's presumed to be an insider because he says a lot of things that end up being very right, uh, specifically on the Neogaf. And then on Twitter, he said that it is a quote safe assumption that we will see Fallout 43. And then somebody said like on a scale of one to ten, how sure are you? And he said eleven. Who said that? Whoa. Shinobi. Shinobi 062 But that's not Todd Howard. That's, Do you think it, could it be might Todd be? Howard.
3: He uses Wayne Knight avatars just like Todd Howard does. There you go. True. Oh, yeah. He
2: does love Seinfeld. So the and the thing that I wanted to tie that to so we did an, some, an extended talk about Fallout 4. If you missed that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But <laughs> um, one thing that I found fascinating that didn't seem like it was going to be very topical, but ended up being is there was an interview with the CEO of Level 5, uh, whose name I have blanked on, but I will yeah. look it up right now. So this is at uh, what does Level 5 do? What are, yeah, what do they do? Oh yeah, they're they're big RPG makers. They made Nino oh, Kuni gotcha, and yeah. Dragon Quest Eight. The Yokai Watch is their big block. I want right to see how you now. link a hero. A hero.
0: Honestly, yeah, you link uh, Nino Kune to uh, Fallout. So oh the yeah, same game.
2: Let <laughs> me do that. Well, they're both RPGs, uh, but there's something even more substantial than that. Basically, oh, no. he did he did an interview with a Japanese website that's around like hiring and interviews. It was basically like if you want a job in games, here's what you need to know. And he he said some really interesting things about game development, basically saying that. Uh, for, for makers of RPGs and makers of large games, it's uh, it's very tempting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what you're supposed to
0: do. Uh, this is how Gabe Newell intended the game to be played. Oh! <laughs> no, nice job. Need another one.
2: Uh, but he was talking about how um, developers, this was around PS2 eras when he started developing games or directing games, he said at the time you know, we had so much storage that it was tempting to just, like the ability to put in everything felt like the obligation to put in everything. But then uh, he was talking with another developer, Yuji Horii, the guy who made Dragon Quest. Of course, we all know his name, but uh, he he quoted him as saying, Mr. Horii saw things differently, espousing that by pre- presenting the user with the smallest amount of mandatory content as possible, they'd progress through the game enjoyably without that nagging sense of incompleteness. He then said, I got a lot of... Then he talked about Professor Layton, which Level 5 also made, and he said that, At all times of Professor Layton, they had a little thing on the screen telling you where to go and how to get there. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, quote, I got a lot of opposition from other company employees over this as well. You can't have a game which tells you what you have to do next. That's not a game, that kind of thing. There was worry that those well-versed in adventure games would find restrictions on finding out what they had to do unsatisfying. But he says, the opposite's actually true. People want to know where to go all the time. They want the option of exploring left to them. Of course. But they never want to feel oh. like they have a laundry list of things they have to do. Right,
0: because you want to choose what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason why I think a lot of people just don't finish video games. Yeah, you're right. Because you, like, you, like a Dying Light, I've been playing that, um, like it's on the podcast. I'm still on it, uh, still trying to get through it. And it's like, every time I pick it up, I'm like, where did, what did I do last? Like, I don't remember. And I have to, like, spend a good hour just trying to remember what I was doing. And then even then, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to keep playing. Like, so he actually addressed...
2: He addressed that specifically, and and that's part of giving somebody a very small list of direct objectives. Uh, he summarized it by saying it's going to sound really obvious when I put it like this, but if but as professional creators pile on the years, they have a tendency to become characteristically eccentric with their design. But the more a creator gets carried away and obsessive, the less sellable a game becomes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting uh, paradox because Skyrim is full of stuff and is one of the best-selling RPGs of all time. But it, I'm a little concerned about Fallout 4, given Bethesda's Inclination to just make things huge blast you with content. Yeah. yeah, and and have your quest list be like three pages long Have your and Ubisoft is is terrible about this just having a mini-map packed with little icons <laughs> that Just all <laughs> kinds of bullshit to do Um, I thought GTA was actually really smart about it It was like go to this letter if you want to complete the story, but if you want to do other stuff You know you figure that yeah. out nice So I wait it knocked oh, yeah, over the go down below. Can you yeah? Can you like hop yeah. your way down? No, no, no down below go through down. the slot oh, a gap there, there fall on there? Heyo. I'm good at video games. So I'm I'm really interested to see Fallout 4, mostly because I'm interested how they're going to structure and present the world and the content and the quest to the player. Uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a problem they have to overcome, but it is an interesting, interesting side effect. It's one of the things that honestly does kind of sh- make me shy away from Skyrim. If I ever look at my Others log and it's just yep. 40 quests. And then, like, I go try to track down one, and it turns out the NPC was eaten by a bear 20 hours ago, and I don't remember that <laughs> or anything like that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting point of discussion um, about how to structure content. I don't know. Do did, you guys play,
0: did you play Skyrim?
1: No. Yeah, I, I, I played, like, a couple hours of it, and it got too big for me already. And I was it's, just, like,
0: it's just a big game. There's just, like, just a lot to do. Stay away from it. Yeah. You can just walk in any direction and just find something to do. Like, someone will run up to you and just be like, you're the chosen one. And you're like, sure am. And then you just go yeah. do something else. Like... I mean, it, when you really break it down, it's it's a fairly simple game, where it's like the more things you do, the more you level up, and you put points in certain slots. Like it's it's nothing too crazy. I'll do a video stress this.
2: Wait, what, that was it? Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be like forty-five minutes long. I didn't. Remember God no, right? it's like ten minutes. Now play it on you hard. Didn't even
0: reach those
3: buildings. You went up a different side, went to different buildings. In the world.
0: There's other things you could do. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Skyrim. I think a lot of people actually gave it shit for. Oversimplifying um, the like the Morrowind, or the uh, the Elder Scrolls universe, and they're like it's too simple. It's point A to point B, but it's also like the best selling one. So it's like well, it kind of shows the audience they're going for. So my I, we were replaying Fallout just a little while ago, and I was like, I forgot how kind of cumbersome the menus and stuff were. They tried to cram oh, a lot yeah, of that's PC that's sensibility into a console interface. Yeah. yeah.
5: Bethesda's UIs have always been pretty,
0: pretty bad, pretty so, complicated. Yeah, and, like, but at the same time, they always like. They really look at mods closely was, i think it was like at a, I was at dice years ago and i was this this is like the most gamer story ever Uh-oh. i was hanging out with todd howard at the bar mm-hmm. oh geez, <laughs> and I was, I was i was i was uh his eighth shot here we go uh and we were just kind of talking about skyrim mods and he was like yeah we fucking love mods like they're great uh we play with them all the time so it's like they're, very, they're they keep their eye on that stuff and they're probably going to be integrating it into their game so like the Sky UI. Yeah, talk to the guy who all made stuff. Sky
2: UI, please God.
0: Yeah. There's a good chance I could like you know, they will hire a modder just to come in and take it on like whatever they're gonna be doing with mm. the Pit Boy or whatever the interface is gonna be. So steal his ideas. I don't know. I mean really all they have to do is like do Fallout with really nice textures and kind of clean up the UI and I'm happy. So
3: Did you play Fallout 3? I played some of it. So you and played the, a little bit of then, Fallout 3, no then, Skyrim. And then the, no the, the quest list got way too way too large, and then I said no thank you. So that, wait, did there you play go. Half-Life 2? You did, right? I played Half-Life 2. And you didn't really like it? <laughs> no, I, it's not that I didn't like it. I played it and I finished it and I was like, okay, now so I've played when Half-Life did 2. You, when I did just, did you it was basically it, just oh, a
0: mark through. What? When did you play Half-Life 2? Orange Box. So, was it okay. 2006, five, so you played it on console? console. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. When did that come out? Uh, uh,
3: 2007. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, 3 years after the game came out. Yeah,
0: it came out with Portal, I well, remember it, that.
5: It came out with all the expansions. Yeah, it had one and that's two. But
3: that's the thing, four. by that point it had already been ooh, it's run mythical. its course. Well, yeah. it had been the mythical Half-Life 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you haven't yeah. played Half-Life 2? Well, and cuz I played it and I was like, okay. All yeah, right. I think I'm you may it. have
0: been 4 years late to the party uh because like I want to say it was 2003, right? 2003,
3: 2004.
0: Yeah, so like okay, so you're 3 years late to the party. Um but like That was The game was mind-blowing when it came out. And just the hype up to release was just like, it was next level.
3: But but that's what I'm saying, though. The game was mind-blowing, but then three years later, uh, it didn't blow my mind. Do it on hard. Uh, So, like, I mean, I don't know that that's... Going back to the Half-Life 3 discussion, I'm not sure that that's the game they want to make. I don't know that they want to make a game that's going to blow your mind now, and then three years from now,
1: it won't blow your mind. I mean, like, what games can you play three years later and still blow your mind?
3: I think what if you played Portal? if you played Portal now, it would have a bigger impact on a new a new person approaching it than if you played Half-Life 2. I did exactly what you did, no. which was
1: play Portal and Portal 2 uh, two, three, four years after they came out? And uh, I thought they were great games, I loved them, but I didn't think they were mind-blowing. I was like, oh, these are puzzle games,
2: cool. I'm gonna be a giant turd here and say that Half-Life 2, to me, is really similar to a movie like Blade Runner where the first time I saw it, I was like, that was okay. I don't really get what the big deal is. And then uh, I would go back to it maybe every couple of years and every time I watched it, I'd be like, holy shit. I would draw connections between things that I didn't really see the first time. There'd be a lot of subtlety that didn't really click with me the first time. Half-Life 2, um, Half-Life 1 is is kind of blunt. 2's storytelling and its environment, there's so so many little details. I remember, uh, God, it was like the third time I played Half-Life 2. Maybe it was episode one. Anyway, there was this part where I was just crawling around the stage, and I jumped up on this thing, and there was this like pit full of zombies and headcrabs down there, and there were just like two chairs set up, and a bunch of empty beer cans, and like a side table with a radio on it, and I just kind of sat there and was like, "Huh," and I could just imagine dudes like drinking beer and like throwing grenades down and watching headcrabs die. There's oh. just li- there's like all these little all these little accents to the levels that I find
0: every it, time I play that game. It is it is like. Very well paced, and that's very hard to do. I think in a first-person shooter, because um, it just games get bogged down. And like, like we were talking about, like uh, Wolfenstein's like one of the rare ones. I was like, pacing in the game is like just
3: perfect.
1: Because you like Wolfenstein, dick. right? Yeah.
3: You like you like Wolfenstein more than like Half-Life too. Well,
0: I mean, in. yeah,
1: but
3: you did. But, but I mean, it has sorry. an advantage Fair of like ten years.
1: Well, that's why at, because I thought I thought Wolfenstein was a really super good game, but I didn't think anything anything
3: about it was revolutionary. I thought it was well-paced just like Half-Life Well, what too. I liked about Wolfenstein is it didn't try to be revolutionary. Okay, so hmm. pa- I think part of it is... Yeah, don't is think it about feels it like, it's like revolutionary. It think fe- about it like it's a really well, good shooter. Well, it feels like... It almost feels like Half-Life is a series made by mathematicians, right? They figured out the formula. They know, and they're right, right? In a sense, they're in a right. Like, they're correct, but f- it doesn't have this completely unfathomable unfathomable um,
2: unfathomable
3: unfathomable secret sauce that is I don't know what it is that I look for in games right so this is this again this is my personal opinion I'm not saying I don't like Half-Life I'm not saying that I I, I played the whole game which if I beat a whole game chances are I liked it right Um, but uh, for me it, it was it felt like a mathematician's like perfect game right and so that didn't grab me again I played it three years after the fact but uh, but a game like Wolfenstein New Order is just like so much personality that it doesn't have to do anything new it just has to do the things it wants to do really really well and then bombard me with ridiculousness and over the topness and, and craziness that it, it sticks with me, and I like it a lot. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just that's just this is just, just kind of my view on the thing. Nah. That's why. And, and again, that's just why I'm not like everyone else searching for secrets of yeah. Half Life Three and biting biting the bit for clues or any sort of reference. If it never came out, I wouldn't be like, what a waste. <laughs> you know, like I'd be like, okay, well, we
0: had Half Life Two. Uh, so real quick, uh, not video game related. Um, the reason Come why I'm on. running around right now. I guess we haven't really given an update like. I guess on the office space situation. Let's do it. I don't know if we've been clear on this. This is temporary. So right now we're uh, we're in Culver City, uh, but we're like in an annex type area. So it's a building that smells like farts. You got to jump call across. the dungeon.
3: Turn around, turn around. Turn around. Turn around all the way. There. Right there. And you and jump jump that. out to the left. To the left. To the left.
0: You see that? Straight little, to oh, the left. Look to your right. Look to your right. right, right. There, there you go. And oh, you sprint and oh, jump that. You. Yeah. And I took a, I don't know why I couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so the plan is we're supposed to be moving out of here. Um, because I, I mean I guess our code name is Rooster Teeth West but we're name. Part, code, name, code but, name Rooster Teeth West but we're um, we're uh, we're at the full screen office right now and all the full screen is moving to much bigger office and we're part of that move so we were looking at some office space today and like all this other stuff but um and part of that, I have to move because you're right, uh, you do. I live in downtown LA, and everyone else here lives Our on the west side. Right, except that
3: Spool's not moving, and Spool doesn't live close to me. Yeah, Korea Town. Spool just doesn't give a shit. Don't tell him. And then also, they'll find you. And, and, and Joel loves Hollywood so yeah. much, but um, he loves buying. He every single every single I'm, I'm Tuesday, I'm Tuesday night, Joel walks down right to Hollywood, like, and he like, buys tiny little
0: Oscars that say "Best <laughs> Joel." Is he? Uh, uh, but right. so part he of can't that shoot well zoomed though. There's no sides. Oh, yeah, Uh, except for the uh, rod. Yeah. The rod gun. Yeah, shotgun's good for this part. Give me the Um, rod! And then you just right-click and you double shoot. Boom! Yeah. Boom! (laughs) Kill those combine. Uh, So part of that is, yeah, I live in downtown LA, and getting down here is already kind of a trek. So my wife's actually in the office right now, and we're looking at an apartment, like now. In this office. uh, In this office. Oh, you guys. It's actually right around the corner. It's going to be right next to our new office. I'm going to go look at that right now. Uh, but I gotta leave early. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry. I wish I could save her the whole time. Okay. Adam and I were gonna be
2: buddies, but he decided not to. um
5: miss
2: goodbye ever. I Shut might end up, up <laughs> oh man. On that note, I, I might end up <laughs> moving into life. uh Adam's old apartment complex, which turns out to be like less than a mile from where we're gonna end up working. I know. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll t- talk about that later another time. But anyway, enjoy the fan art. Tell um, me about all the diamonds you hid in the walls. I like talking about Half-Life with you guys. Yeah, it's let's fun. do it
2: more. Okay. We I'm should talk out. about Half-Life
0: more. Alright, so you guys Bugs. the Half-Life cast. What if Batman were in Half-Life? I uh, uh so
2: oh, so I think um, James to your point I, I I can t- completely understand why it wouldn't have knocked your socks off. Yeah. I you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of Halo in the sense that I came to it maybe a couple of years after everybody's like, oh my god, Halo Halo Halo, and I was waiting for it to be released on PC. Mm-hmm. I played it on PC and I was like, this is like a crappier Half-Life, except it's about six years late, uh like Half-Life One. But what it took me a long time to realize is that Halo is one of those games, and Half-Life is similar, where if you play it, and you're, you for some reason have God's virtue on your side, and you're allowed to play it on your own without anyone telling you it's great, you, there's so many, like, little open doors for you to explore in terms of, like, the lore and the story and the characters, that if you do that on your own, it gives you a huge sense of ownership over it, and you feel like it's your thing. Like, you were there, and you lived it, and found it on your own. It is weird that way. The problem is if somebody, if somebody props it up for you and you hear about it incessantly for three years and you come into it and you're like, okay, it's kind of a, it's, it's a well-paced shooter. The level design's pretty good. The shooting's pretty fun. But, you know, I don't, I'm not going to remember the first time I played Half-Life 2. Uh, I can see why, yeah, that's a, that's a bummer. And I've, I've wondered to an extent why certain, certain works, and I hate to put it like that because it sounds really fruity, but certain things require that ownership. Like it has to be something that you found. Well, I mean, uh, the thing is uh, kind of the case for
1: almost everything. Yeah, It's very is. rare that something lives up to the hype of millions of people telling you it's the best game ever. Or the best video, you know, best movie ever, the best television show ever, yeah. whatever. It's very, very rare. So, that's uh, I, I get it. I mean, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's just, because uh, I remember uh, when Half-Life 2 came out, I played it and I was like, this shooter's great, and then I bought Raising the Bar, the book about the development of Half-Life 2, and I read that, and reading that even gave me a lot of insight into the world of Half-Life and all that stuff. So, I feel like it's kind of similar to somebody's like, oh, I played Halo 1 and I didn't get it, but then I read three novels and uh, an encyclopedia, and now Halo is the greatest thing in the world. And I also agree that maybe a game shouldn't require that level of academic involvement to really have its value demonstrated. Well,
3: I think the important thing is there are games where I look at it and I go, I don't understand why people are so excited about this. We don't have to mention them. Everyone knows what they are. Um, (laughs) But... uh, like I'm like, why are people so excited about this? This is not. This is not new. This is not, like, this isn't. This doesn't do anything new. Like, this isn't some amazing new thing. Um, I do see Half Life and Half Life Two, and I go, okay, I understand its place. I understand. I understand why it, it is held to such a high regard. Um, it, I don't necessarily have that passion, that emotion tied to it. But I do understand why it does have something tied to it, why it's important. Um, So I I don't want it to seem like I don't—I don't think that it is deserving of its spot in the in the world of video games and their legacy. It's just for me. No, for me, it didn't—it didn't resonate that way. I just didn't have. It wasn't like, oh God, you know. So there you go, audience.
2: James hates Half Life. James he hates confirmed. Half-Life. He hates The Last of Us. Confirmed. He's officially he the worst person. No, Last of Us
5: is a piece of shit.
2: Bro. Yep. Question mark?
5: Joel, there's an empty seat
1: for you. Oh yeah, Joel, we need you. Uh, I'll be there in like. Ah! <laughs> it's getting real
2: in here. <laughs> it's a great time. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Uh, since we got about ten minutes to kill before we move on to fan art. Let's talk about our favorite Half-Life memories. Oh, God damn it! Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, I remember I got Half-Life for Christmas in 98 with NHL 98 and another game I don't remember. It might have been Free Space? Anyway, that was the... I can't... Like, that was the ah! greatest clutch of games I ever got in my entire life. Half-Life being king of them. But I do remember just like... I remember... You know what really struck me about Half-Life? The first one. It had... It had the ability to be slow, which sounds like a bad thing. But in the late '90s, every shooter was like, like fucking rock music, and you're blowing shit up all the time. And that, 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 like they were basically all trying to be Doom and Quake. And Half-Life was the first game that didn't have like a looping soundtrack. It had music cues that would play once and then be done. And you would just, you would just be like outside in the Arizona desert, uh, and all you would hear is like the wind blowing, and you would just be like walking around trying to figure out where to go. And it wasn't just all action like it it had downtime, which is something that I really enjoyed even as a stupid teenager um, I thought the, the oh, pacing and uh, the environments worked uh, really well. I, uh, I actually can't think uh, of another game at the time that was like that Where's your shotgun? I
1: don't know man. I don't fucking know. I'm fucking up real uh, bad yeah, right that's now. Yeah, bad news <laughs> uh, Oh, he's what? Fine. Come on dude. There you go. Is that headcrab dead yet? Fuck me.
3: Shit balls. You're fine back there. I don't know about that one. Never everyone heard knows. Heard. Everyone knows that a priest's uh, stand is designed to withstand explosions. That's right,
2: because of all the sweet gunfights that break out in churches. I've seen Robert Rodriguez movies. I don't know how this goes. I
5: can tell you my Half Life Two story. It's cool, tell us your Half Life Two of story. How I've never beaten it. What? Because it is one of two games that makes me nauseous when I play it. Oh, what? that's
2: right, the water boat sequence, right?
5: There's like no, well, like anyway, the waterboat or airboat, part, whatever it's though. called. But like, if I play that game wow. for more around an hour or so. I start to get really nauseous, like not to where I'd ever throw up, but just kind of like you feel kind of like hungover I mean, in like your head, numbers. like kind of this get like a little bit of a rocket. headache and lightheaded feeling slash nauseous, and it'll last for like the whole rest of the day. So like oh. one hour of Half-Life 2 can ruin my day. Jesus. So I still have never beaten, I've gotten a couple of hours into the game and have never beaten it, but from what I understand, it has something to do with like the field of view yeah, and stuff, and I've... I need to go back. They really have a field of view games.
2: slider now. Uh, typically, high fields of view will cause that in people. Yeah, I, I don't woo.
5: know. That game and Fallout 3 are the two. So oh, I've never beaten Fallout 3, too. So see, I we're need, buddies. I need to go back and fix my field of view issues and see if I can find one.
2: Sub doesn't hate those games. You hate them. Yeah, James, oh, that's why I, I forgot. I you, said the you, said you said they're terrible games and you hate never want to play. Those are
3: my words. I don't know why you would ever say that. Uh, because of my, because i yeah, you're, I'm you're just really, a hater. That's because you're really mean. To I'm just a troll. It's really those mean. Multi-million dollar so mean? games. Yeah.
5: Well, I'll see you guys later. All right, spool. Thanks. <laughs> that Thanks. was another spools
3: Thanks. corner. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, I remember when I was playing uh, Half-Life 2 on the orange box. There was an achievement <laughs> that you could get for one? not touching the sand. Oh uh, yeah. In that whole that whole section, um, and that I. That was hard as fuck. By the way was so careful because this is when I was like achievements are the most important thing in the world well, you're uh, I'm not anymore I know you still are um, and so uh,
2: <laughs> you're just hating on everything important right now
3: <laughs> well uh, orange box achievements are the worst by the way very, because they, they were each worst,
2: extremely w- fucking hard there
3: were like 90 something of them in the whole game and they were each worth like one yeah so, uh, so anyway I was trying to do this one the specific one and uh, I thought I did it like sometimes it's kind of vague when there is a yeah. piece of wood on the ground and you're like, well, I don't yeah. have feet. Like but it wiggles as soon as you step on it. You're like, I don't have uh, feet, but it basically looks like my character is above it. And so uh, I thought I did it and I got all the way to the end and I waited for that pop. Nothing. And nothing. And I waited. I was like, I'm going to, I was so pissed. I was like, I'm waiting for this fucking pop. And then it never popped. And then I went, all right, well, Jesus. I guess it's oh, not come that on. important.
2: Is that, is that the exact moment when you gave up on achievements?
3: No, when all isn't. joy left your no, life? No, it is the exact moment I gave up on orange box achievements. Okay. Um, because I was like, oh well fuck
2: this. Yeah. Like, Orange so, Boxes, oh. that, that's a hell of a project if you want to get all the achievements in that. Yeah, yeah. There's the one oh. in episode two where you have to carry oh. the garden get gnome get all the, the way through, through the game. There. Above oh. you.
3: Oh shit. Oh
2: Bruce ah. Bow! Ah. You're doing really well, Bruce. No, I'm, I'm, not. Not, I'm not
3: doing very well. I thought you
2: were gonna die a couple of times.
3: Well. He <laughs> you means you're doing well in the sense that he thought you were gonna do worse.
2: Well, it's on hard. I would have died a million times by now. Adam didn't die. Bruce is doing bad. Adam well. killed himself. Yeah. Well, he was playing on normal. Who, who cares?
3: Um, but uh, yeah, that's my that's my and then the other one is is probably because it was on the same disc as Portal. Portal. Portal is my other. I remember playing Portal Memory.
2: Portal was really unique. It's the it's one of the first it's one of the first genuinely funny games I, I remember playing. Oh shit. Because up until about about two thousand five, funny in games was just being wacky uh-huh. like Earthworm Jim. Like yeah. it's not really funny really there's no jokes in it it's yeah. just random like who's yeah. a cow in front of <laughs> that's funny.
3: it had really good writing like excellent video game writing it did oh, and man. in considering most of that was like nonverbal and like that was another game where where if you just happened to go one way you would find a little like tile that was a jar and you could go behind it and there was someone who like made a little world for themselves back there and it would be written on the walls and stuff um, so I always the... like that
2: See that that sense of discovery, and then like feeling like this moment is yours, rather than this is the path that they wanted you to run down. That's kind of what I equate with the Half-Life series. But it sounds like you didn't really have those moments in Half-Life. I life. mean, I
3: remember I, I, the moment you were talking about, where there's like a little table, and like you, especially in um, what's the name of that town? Uh, Ravenholm. Ravenholm. Yeah, that that one's like littered with there used to be people that lived here kind of thing going uh-huh. on. Um, but uh, I mean, I wasn't like blown away by it i wasn't like oh my god i think because because portal is so minimalist that anytime they put in a hint of something there it's like it's like oh it isn't just what it seems you know whereas you kind of expect that they should have like remnants of human beings in a town that human beings used to live in like so it's like that's my expectation for them and again they hit that expectation it wasn't like they didn't do it or they didn't they didn't succeed at it. So
2: it's interesting that you say the phrase hit hit your expectation because I remember when Half-Life 2 came out, I played through it, like I played through it basically in a day in one sitting. And when I finished it, I was like, "Yep, that's what I expected." Mm-hmm. But I remember also thinking at the time that this game is really good and it's going to meet people's expectation, which almost is impossible. Like no game was was expected to the order of Half Life 2, maybe like Super Mario Bros. 3 or something, but um, the fact that it came out and met everyone's expectations instead of being a gigantic oh. letdown is, oh, I think, oh. a huge credit to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of any other time in like gaming history when a sequel was so expected and people didn't say it was absolute shit the second it came out? Oh, oh my, my
3: gosh, fuck mm, That's a tough question.
2: Because I know Destiny was like one that people are like, this is garbage. And it's like, well, it's not garbage. I mean, not it's really a you sequel, thought.
3: right? Huh? Not really. Technically, a sequel. oh, that's a
2: good point. I guess yes, yeah, spiritually it was seen as a sequel to Halo. Yeah. but Yeah. You're right.
3: But that's another thing with Destiny. I was like, uh, I never played, like, like I never was like, oh my God, those late Halo games are just the best. Like, <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, and what you were saying about everyone going like Buckwild for Halo, I kind of had the same thing with Halo too. Where not Halo two, the sequel. Yeah. But Halo, Halo well. also, yeah. um, because like. I played it a little bit after the fact like not when it first came out but a little bit after the fact and I was like that was a game but it wasn't like like I don't understand why this game is changing the landscape of stuff my big thing is I am NOT a game analyzer Mm. that much I try not to be I like if a game is fun I will like it right and if a game is fun but then goes above and beyond the job of just being a fun game, and it becomes something more for me then it. I will love it. Like so. Like again, I always talk about Psychonauts, but like Psychonauts is a game that starts as like a fun, simple platformer, but it has so many other layers in there that if you choose to, uh, if you choose to find them and enjoy them, then you'll get more out of the game itself. Um, and so, Halo is. Just kind of a game. You yeah. know, it, it achieves the gaminess of it. <gasps> my favorite thing about oh, Halo and yeah. my best, the only reason I kind of played the rest of them were, were that, like, you could play with your friends. Yeah. Like, which was something you know. at the time, you know, like you couldn't play Goldeneye Campaign with your friends. You only had to play against each other. But this was like, wait, you're telling me I can drive a warthog and my no, friend can sit on the, the back, back and we can just go around and it's not even telling us where we kind of have to go, even though it's linear? Like, awesome. But, uh,.
2: But yeah, can you not charge your suit? Is your suit all the I way? I think that's exactly all used up. Oh, boy. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, audience, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, in the comments, let us know what Half-Life means to you, Well, oh. and maybe what your Half-Life memories are. Try
3: and guess why I hate Half-Life 2.
2: Yeah, uh, and The Last of Us. He also hates The Last of Us. Well, not, The Last of Us is easy. That. Yeah, that one's an easy one.
3: I would not compare Half-Life 2 to The Last of Us. One is a game that I like and enjoyed, another is a game that I did not.
2: Boom bombs, drop all right, let's look at some community highlights from roosterteeth.com. Uh, some people left some comments on the last podcast. Let's nah. read them. Um, Utis, Outis, Otis, Otis. Uh, so there were, remember there was that series of logo designs that were all based on the Funhouse logo. There was one we couldn't quite place. Yeah. Uh, Otis writes, it, the It's Toasted logo is a Lucky Strikes, an old school unfiltered cigarette. Ah. I saw uh,
3: that. Someone else said that, and I was like, well, I don't think any of us smoke. So that's probably why none of us
2: got it. Uh, He added some interesting trivia. LSMFT, Lucky Strikes, means fine tobacco. Fun fact. Many Japanese think the logo is a reference to the atomic bomb, but it predates that. If you see people smoking in an old war movie, they're smoking Lucky's. So there you go. That's cool. Uh, A Naughty Duck writes, and this is in reference to our Battlefront discussion, uh, he writes, or she, my love for Battlefront purely stemmed from having no friends as a child, but being able to play multiplayer with bots. Similar to one of the first Red Faction games for the original Xbox that also had bots, that I love now, yet yeah, can't seem to find, nor remember the name. Um, I di- actually hadn't considered that. Um, playing multiplayer, by the time those games were coming out, I had internet access, and Who's, I was playing on PC. What the? There's a guy in a window?
0: <laughs> Go you home! Just, what, <laughs> are you what are you doing here?
2: Half-Life magic. So there's a, there was an interesting... I didn't... I never really appreciated that about Battlefront, because that's like a window of gaming that I, I was able to skip. Uh, like console games that were strong enough to have multiplayer mm-hmm. matches with bots, but didn't have internet access yet. Kind
3: of a weird little... perfect dark. Yeah, you're right. Oh. That, that's another thing. Perfect dark. I have you fond memories that. of because I could play perfect dark with with bots if I didn't have friends to play with. But then if it was just me and one other friend, we could still do big multiplayer matches where we didn't have to kill each other over and over oh, yeah. again because you could fill it with bots. Are
2: you back in there, you motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, Jeez. Tom SDM write, wrote uh, in YouTube comments on the last one, So Star Wars Battlefront is the only video game that my 55-year-old dad will play. He's more excited about the release of this new one than anyone else I know. Um, and I didn't consider that either, that just based on the brand of Star Wars, Battlefront may have been a game. Like, the complexity of Battlefront was a good deal more complex than, like, I don't know, like a 3D Ow. platformer, any number of other, like, fighting game, like any number of other more traditional Employments of the Star Wars license. Um, it was actually. It seems like it's a way for people that are just interested in Star Wars to play a pretty complex multiplayer game, which I also hadn't really appreciated. So that's interesting. Thank you for writing oh, in. Oh my gosh! Fuck me. Oh um, boy, oh, oh yeah. Brandon Prater had some important input on the production of our podcast. He says, Their podcast should have a little bit more production value added to them. Just add a couch, maybe two chairs, some curtains, and a table in the middle. Hey, we got all that stuff. Yeah, lose the game footage and change your name to the RT Podcast. Do these small changes and you're good. There's
3: I, this bold maneuver here. That I see this a lot now on YouTube, where people don't reveal that it's it's sarcasm or, or a, actually a satirical comment until the very last line of the comment. And so very bold because he probably got some he probably got some thumbs down and some scathing replies for people who didn't uh, actually read the whole thing Well,
2: per, when I started reading his comment, I, get a, I mean on YouTube of course we have a lot of people who think that they are producers and tell us exactly what's wrong with all of our videos <laughs> so I saw this one and I was like God, this motherfucker, but by the time I got to the end I was like ah uh, yeah, yeah you're a funny yeah. fella uh, and then Jazz322 all way swing there's a lot of extra letters that I, yeah, I extracted uh, he very poetically wrote, If EA destroy my childhood, I shall destroy their anus. Their Ooh, anus, boom. though. It's their Th- location A. there. And the anus is pluralized and possessivized. Anuses. Anuses. Anus. So, yeah, thanks, Jazz. Um, now we know they're exactly looking, where to stand. Watch out.
3: For, they'll, keep, they'll make sure not to uh, do that. Yeah, they're not going to destroy <laughs> your
2: childhood. All right, show and tell time. Oh, I yeah, Vanar. My favorite right, part. Yeah. Thank uh, God I can stop playing Juan, Riv- Juan Rivera, hold on a minute. I got to change this layout here. This is this is all kinds of fucking up. Oop, that's not right. Oh no. What oh, do you need here? Hold on. What do you need, Clay? I got it. I got it. I got it.
4: <laughs> now that Half-Life is done, which I've never played, I can finally oh, oh. fucking come Joel. I'm Joel. not the
2: owner No more talking. Nope. Uh, Juan Rivera, the guy who did an amazing Inside Gaming slash ETC poster, uh, updated it with Funhouse. Nice. So yeah. there's all little faces. Yep. Look at my look
3: how big one of my eyes is
4: and how small one of my other eyes is. (laughs) I like like accurate. I look like like a character from Doug Funny who just woke up in the morning. (sighs) It's just called Doug. Uh, but <laughs> the formal name is Doug Funny. Well, Nicktoons presents the Doug Funny no, Comedy never, Half Hour.
3: It's yeah, yeah. absolutely never been called that. What is he? Is he Featuring the ma- the uh, Patty Mayonnaise
2: players. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I have never seen a full episode of Doug. And I what? Still, I still know you're wrong. I never had cable growing up. That looks like oh. a character from Doug who just woke up in the Doug morning. Doug is so good. Yeah. I'm, uh,
3: I'm sure there's is. a there's a Twitter account called Doug Episodes, where he write he writes. Doug episodes, but they're all insane. He like <laughs> gives them a title, but more recently he's been just going off the wall, and he's just been writing. He's just been like writing like 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 the truth is actually a lie. Like it has nothing to do with Doug,
4: but I like to imagine it's Doug. It's always Doug. <laughs>
2: uh, Joshua Fetzer
4: drew all of us writing uh-huh. a
2: rainbow unicorn. You know what I really like about this one?
4: The Trumploy aspect of the Funhouse sticker that's peeling off uh-huh. the poster. Yeah. Stop yeah. It. It's a story about a story. Uh-huh. Also, why do you is, keep kicking my chairs? Like uh, a is Adam room.
2: down there cleaning up the, your... the rainbow shit? What is that? I think that's Bruce. That might
4: be Bruce. Adam because Adam has the, only the mustache. Oh yeah, you're right. Adam should do that. I don't, by the oh, way. it's yeah.
2: Peak. No, it's Peak cleaning up. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah oh. I thought it might be Peak. I'm wow. glad that Peak's finally getting included.
3: Yeah, except as a janitor, yeah, cleaning possible. up the shit. Or just the
2: back of his head. We'll see that later. Ooh,
3: right
4: there. Ooh. Flynn Ow! That's, ow! Ow! Don't be a
2: pussy. Ow, that's the spot. Ow Ow! you carry carrying a lot of tension in your back fat. Wow, that hurts. Back fat. <laughs> uh, Flynn Dykstra illustrated the uh, the Gamers Ultimate lineup, which I included specifically because oh. James is a ripped Dorito. I was going to say, I just
3: noticed that they have pectorals in that Dorito. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's good. Really, that saves the whole image because really it's just cutouts of faces. I'm
3: alone. I'm genuinely curious now how much I would pay to have
4: surgery to be a ripped Dorito. No,
2: a great as question. much
4: as you, the joke that you just
2: made would lead people to believe half million. What if Doritos mm-hmm. paid Joel's you ride. to become a Dorito? <laughs> <Joel's> <laughs> right. Ben Grover drew the uh, yep. Ben Grove, sorry. Ben Grove, one. I got I got Grover on the brain. Drew Funhouse for the Dude Soup Entertainment System. Yeah, I like yep. this
4: one. This is awesome. So I just cool. love that styling, man. I wouldn't play the game. I would review it really harshly, but <laughs> I like the box art.
3: Graphics are bad. We saw something very similar to this. I remember when we went to yeah, uh, right. when we went to London. Someone had a shirt that, that was really similar. good.
2: Is it Funhouse on it? No.
4: Oh. Oh, nice shot. Up? I love
2: this. Yeah. Oh wow, Dahl Drew. Uh, what it's was my like like nightmares? Impressionist? No. What is this? There's nightmares. a word for this.
4: Surrealist.
2: Yeah. not
4: abstract.
3: There you go. Yeah. stacked. What? Ah! Bruce, fire, fire, Bruce, Come fire. I, fire, you know. Bruce, fire. can shoot through that.
4: <laughs>
2: God! so we, hard. We all look like crazy crazy 80s gang members, and I like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. oh, this is the top of our uh, our fan
3: art on the set.
4: Yeah, a lot, a lot of us <coughs> are making the set this yeah. week. A lot yeah, of yeah. really good
3: fan art. Um, the set that, uh, as Adam <coughs> mentioned, will be ripped down um, when we have to move to about a new 10 office. Days. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna need more fan art. Yeah, uh, so we can rip it down again. Mark
2: Stanton <laughs> made some uh, funhouse decals, which Whoa. is great. Oh cool. Are those
4: uh, uh, tattoos? Temporary tattoos? They better be. I mean, it's sticky, so sure.
2: No, Except they're gonna be backwards. facing wrong.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I still like them. No, I'm gonna go ahead and say, invisible. if you, don't, bro, so if you if decide to make temporary tattoos, I want them to not be flipped, so that way they'll look wrong when you have a tattoo.
2: And then you have to explain everything about it. Like, no, see, it's this YouTube group, and I made this thing, yeah. but I forgot I to flip it because it, it, it was a tattoo. Yeah. So now it's backwards, but if you re- like Maybe it's an homage to how much we fuck up
4: everything. <laughs> oh. Also, Mark's got a
3: pretty sharp thumbnail there. He's a vampire. No, trim that Ooh, down. Or maybe he does coke yeah, something Oh, do you Oh, he's
2: a coke, coke yeah. head? It's yeah. clean, at least. He's not, like... Good. No, yeah. It's clean. It clean. It's
3: a clean nail. It's got good cuticles, but... It's long. Bruce, it's you're gonna job. see this one, Joey
1: Fogelman. Oh, oh wow, yeah. the Jedi Bruce drew Jedi Bruce. So yeah, I think he's coloring this one right now. Oh man, I
4: don't think, oh, it's, a, I don't think it's a lightsaber. I think that's a melon baller that's shooting <laughs> out a piece of honeydew. Don't it's don't also like
2: sense. That comparatively, makes sense. it's actually. So this is this is not a, cr- a critique. Well, it kind of is. Yeah, but so your work like. is amazing. But it does look like a lightsaber is a little small in comparison to your hand. Wow, well, I made
4: a joke, and Lawrence just shit all well, over the.
3: Well, are earth. you talking Boom. about the
4: little the little part there
3: is isn't the, there the supposed to be a crystal? It's that inside. reflects it's inside. I know, but wouldn't how? Is it?
2: There'd have you to be a crystal I, that that directs don't you, the like, beam. Like, but the blade it, actually ends right about here. What happened? in, I know, what but happened the,
4: in this story is that Bruce was um, oh, uh, protecting the paddle, like the young. We don't have all day, Joel. At the academy, mm-hmm. uh, like the little kids that have like the yeah. little baby lightsabers. Yeah, and he didn't have his lightsaber with him. Okay, and that's when um, uh, Anakin came to execute order, whatever uh-huh. the fuck. 66. Bruce, he didn't do that. It Bruce wasn't like part of that order! That was just Skull and, of the Jedi! And Bruce like, all I've got is a baby uh, lightsaber! Wait, I'm gonna do what I can! I, guy, I mean, hold on, there's Bruce a guy just, just a walking. you shoot him? Do you
2: think he's just gonna fall? Poor little guy? He's, he's patrolling. Oh, no, no! Uh, he warped back through the wall. Alright, anyway. <laughs> uh, the sweatiest man on Twitter. Oh, wow. Drew at him as the predator. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at that. He tamed that shark.
4: Got
3: his belt those coconut knee pads? Yep.
2: Your try nut knee pads. He's
3: like, uh, now that I live on this island alone, I better protect my knees.
2: Oh, <laughs> he From also made a Funhouse emblem also kicking. out of coconuts, I think. Just everything's coconuts. <laughs> oh, the eye nip oh, Man, this did is... a pixel art of the dude's soup. This is great. We're all sitting in there. I wish this
3: was kind of animated, slightly animated. Okay, it, looks like, it looks like the oh,
4: like, uh
3: There's little bubbles Lucas around thing. Bruce
2: because he's farting
4: in the soup.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm farting in my That's soup. That's not the first time Bruce has been drawn farting in soup. And Lawrence soup.
4: is, of course, thinking of his free coffee. Oh, I love it. What do you think? How do you think of this costs? Uh, fun fact Free. about this fan art: dignity.
3: Bruce is not ruining the soup; he is in fact making the soup. He's carving oh, it yeah. requires I to warm up. Yeah, I gotta warm it up.
2: Oh man, that looks so good! It's like salt. Uh, Michael O drew the house blend coffee.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, remember that thing that lasted a week that you said?
2: It's weird. I've never, I've never, I've never created something that I did not understand its popularity before.
3: I find that we don't understand when you said it out loud. I find that hard to believe. something called Funhouse.
2: Uh Sick Vic, or 6Cell66 on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> uh, there's a whole lot going oh, so on. So that's here. Adam,
1: and uh, he's receiving a call from me. He's and receiving a fart. a
2: fart over phone. What is this? Dude, soup, soup, and
3: boss loaf. But load leaky bits.
2: Yeah, yeah. leaky bits? Oh, leaky bits. And I that right. Oh, that came up in the last podcast. Uh, I just like I leaky like Adam's expression. A, never mind, I can't say that. He's <laughs> <It's> never <laughs> I can't Aww. say that. I get where you're going with that. Uh, he's never maybe. I hope so. I think you he might. He's uh, he's never been so like s- scheming before. Adam's uh, face is always placid, but somehow here,
4: this guy figured out who the real Adam is.
2: That's right. He's also
4: not using uh, what I assume is a gun. He's hugging it. He's got the. Well, so it's a rocket launcher, dude. Well, wow, bro, he's a gun. No,
2: it's an RPG He's, lo- he's a the gun at the end. So of it? here's what I'm confused about. The stock is right here. Uh huh. What is this? That's the RPG. The end of it. Think of it as a rocket
1: launcher with the. the oh, tip. it's for short. You know, the, how it becomes a cone
2: uh okay but what is this then because I thought that was I don't know the stock that of is. a gun sh- hey you know what we region. should do we should critique some kids right. really hard art did a great job sick Vic I love them. you so much uh, Scoop Tubins uh, delightful Scoop drew nice. two uh, tattoo designs that are amazing uh, <laughs> there's Funhouse on the right hand yeah. and then the Sizzler Adventure on the left uh huh
1: <laughs> Sizzler Adventure or a scissor Wait. yeah no you're right Sizzler Adventure I just think it's weird it's Yeah, three finger salute right there yeah. that's
2: right James is James, is a shocker. I like a... Man, this is just cool. Mm-hmm. If I were a tattoo man, I would get these. You were a
3: tattoo man. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting man. a tattoo. thinking about it. Do it. Oh, man. Yeah,
2: Noah Gonzalez. Or, or rather, is... not Noah Gonzalez. Nailed oh, it. Oh, my God. Absolutely I, I never saw nailed
4: peak. Peak is, yeah. Yeah. peak is my best. favorite part. And Peaks. he's wearing the jacket. And That's never- so
2: good. Uh, it requires, reco- oh, oh. yeah, no, sorry, oh. I, no, 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 I did, on, I did that on purpose, I did even, that on purpose. did that on He even asked
5: when he was, like, working on it, like, when it was only half-colored or half-drawn, he was like, does anyone have any better pictures than that? No, that's I perfect. keep it like this. That's perfect, don't yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: So good. Everything about, like, I love Joel, like, <laughs> everything's perfect, Joel. Bruce is screaming, Adam's just <laughs> Lawrence <laughs> is disapproving <laughs> yeah. smirk. Do I do I disapprove all the time? This is new. No, not really. 80%. Okay. Uh, well that's that's worthy of being represented in character. You're wearing all right. right, 75%. Joel's wearing his
4: shirt. I don't know if he's wearing his shirt.
2: No, it's wearing our
4: signature shirt. shirt.
3: I just think at the moment.
2: Uh, Joel Joel might be my favorite. No, it's uh, peak is my favorite for sure. Yeah. I feel like you've just had half a glass of champagne and you're feeling right. You're just like, <laughs>
3: "Hey, <laughs> Yeah. At the back of a pink Corvette. This image also uh makes it pretty clear to me how sad Adam is to still be with
4: us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not looking at anybody. Um <laughs> He knows we're there, but he doesn't Another want to thing see. I appreciate about this is that is is how accurately they represent the stubble, not the fact that we have actual facial. Ah, yes, yeah, good point.
3: Yes.
2: Nailed it. Not Noah Gonzalez. Everything has been nailed. Yeah, he really did. Good job. Good job. Your hero. And then uh I am spooked. At, uh, on Tumblr, made the logo of the Santa Barbara Seawolves. Yeah. You got it's it. it. Oh.
1: Oh, oh, That's right, they're underwater. Yeah, the, <laughs> I printed that out. It's on our, it's on our wall now. Excellent.
2: Uh, Katie Bacon, this is something that you guys uh, are using yeah. at PAX.
3: Sweet Katie.
2: She made a little figures of us. Oh,
3: those. look at that. <laughs> look at Versus short. It looks like you're oh, wearing a diaper. I love that
1: I'm wearing those little shorts. <laughs> Jean the diapers. They're so oh. high. They're so
3: high on my, uh, on
4: my waist. Joel looks like he doesn't have pants or
3: something. Yeah. She should, should draw great. a little dick, a little dick on Joel. It's hard to
4: represent curly, voluminous, puffy. All right, uh, that's enough. Move
2: on. I think those are great. Please don't talk about cosmetic hair. hair no, I don't talk about his people. You're hair. great, Katie. Uh, Flashpoint four Do a little cute <laughs> fun houses.
4: Uh, this, is a, this looks like uh, characters from like WarioWare or something. Oh yeah, yeah it like, does. They're doing like little like stupid rhythm games. I like that. You look like you're like really excited to be
1: there, but in your <laughs> under- underwear and <in> your socks. <laughs> yeah, <underwear> yeah. <laughs> I don't wear underwear like that. You don't? Tidy Whities? No. Soon no. spools a little baby.
2: <laughs> well, he's drawn as a small child.
4: Uh, well, he's a sitting know, like a small child. Know, for the same reason oh, that oh, I'm Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. But also I used to be drawn as like a midget wolf. That's like, true. Like a yeah. wolf.
1: <laughs> no, he was the midget Jew. He, he was like a little goblin Jew. <laughs> <laughs> it felt really bad for you whenever you were drawn like that. I
2: thought it was funny. Well you well, graduated up dude. into being a full size human. And you got a little little card Kent Squiggle?
4: I always have that. Hold well, on. Wait. There you Look go. Look at that. Superman's here. Yeah, no, here. Really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bruce's girly little fart. I know. It's wonderful. You're wearing those shorts today. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> McAfee on Reddit made the Funhouse movie poster. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, let me blow what, it. uh, it's really
3: saturated.
2: What happened? Yeah, to I was this? gonna say.
3: <laughs> You just drag that slider oh, all the way over. Like right. That looked good Guaranteed sliders. to hurt your eyes in 2015.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just like trying to piece together a plot from what's going on here. Because I'm riding on a horse, Adam's shooting some things. <laughs> Spool's a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce is sky breakdancing away from an explosion. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and then Joel's just looking badass as usual. Lawrence why. is riding a
4: horse. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. That's uh, really cool. Have you ever ridden a horse
2: before, Lawrence? Yeah. I grew up in Texas, of course. I don't know. It's unpleasant. Uh, evil golf cart oh, made a variety oh, yeah, like of very this. cool. Just like pleasing yeah. aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. funhouse. house uh, yeah, I like that images so this is a good time to bring up uh, If you are curious about links to all of this fan art I will be including that on roosterteeth.com in the link dump which has been suggested to be called herbs and spices um, <laughs> It's gonna take me all to plug all that, yeah, that into should be the plop. It's it like, should be called the plop. Ah shit It should be called the plop the plop. <clears throat> yeah, that's I where all the links plop. go. The plop from Dude Soup. All right, I'm sorry, a person on Reddit who suggested that. It's called the plop now. Sorry, guys, but uh, <laughs> I work here. I have a better say. <laughs> that.
4: No, well, hang I on. I have more
2: influence. If you uh, if you want this wallpaper,
4: I have more go influence. There. Okay, James has got a lot of. Oh, uh, he's got
2: more influence. Than he knows what to do with. Uh, Alchemical Wolf on Reddit submitted the most American thing in the world. Hmm.
3: Why did I say that? I don't I remember why remember. I said that. I, I made sure to uh, specify on, on Reddit that Bruce's views don't re- necessarily represent the views of a group.
2: <laughs> so, um, He's true, though. Have I you haven't. ever messed No one's going to argue with this. Mm, no.
4: Have you?
2: Have you? I've, given it, I've given it a good tug or two, but I've never, I've never gone no, the whole no, way. Absolutely not. That's stupid.
3: Pull over. What you, I mean, what's the problem? I'm trying to pull... Over and under and all around, yeah. my friend. There's a lot of pulling going on. You really like pleasuring yourself.
4: Are you having fun with that chandelier?
3: Yes. How come the wire isn't moving? It's the only thing you can shoot in the game. <laughs> kind of makes me want to jack
2: off. Uh, Global Predator X on dv and SWAT. our fucking SWAT was so good. <laughs> You're
1: the best. I like his eyes are crossed, or like they're actually they're the other way. <laughs> like,
3: get down, hands up, popo police. Get down, hey, hand boy. on the ground, hippo, get, hand, get, police, I can't see that police.
0: <laughs> while
2: he should his face
0: off. I, I just imagine some going, I don't know what to do.
2: Just <laughs> 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 tell me what to do. Don't shoot me, please. And he shoots him. Uh, Form 3D has been busy with his 3D printer. So I go.
1: just asked him to send those to us, so I think he's going to send them to us over
4: here. Oh, oh our, can we our our combine office. Form of yes uh, a Funhouse ring. Oh uh,
3: shit! Oh yeah, fuck! That's a shitty superpower. Yeah. Form of James Willems from Funhouse.
2: Um, it's I'm not you. sure if he was the one who did this because I I saw it earlier in the week and couldn't find it when I was looking for a pin arm, But somebody did 3D print uh, keychains, which I would keychains keychains yeah key chains were. which I'd be totally down with. My keys are looking a little sparse. I lost my Mega Man. Need a replacement. Uh oh. I know. It's kind of sad. Oh, I know cute. it's my favorite. What is it? Is that it? Could have sworn there were more. No, oh, no, that's it, it. a perfect picture of Matt Peak. Oh, nothing. Wait,
3: what? Matt Peak in a snowstorm.
4: Ah.
3: All right, everyone. Thanks for listening again.
4: Yeah. Thanks for letting
2: me. And so much. Maybe watching. We Bye. appreciate
1: it. Oh man, you dropped it
2: again. Huh? Quick Watch reminder. That remote desktop. If uh, If all this Half-Life and has had you had you have some thoughts? When you scroll down in the comments, leave them. Uh, we might feature your comments in the next Dude Soup. And we apologize
3: if Half-Life Three was yeah. announced. If that happened, then please just uh, stop watching the video on, right that. now. Just-
2: <laughs> Toss your computer in the garbage. Pretty much. You won't need it when Half-Life 3 comes out. Bye. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, everybody. everybody. Bye. Ugh, plop. That's the plop. That's